0: Love Talk Radio. You were going to kill that guy. He's going to find us. He wasn't. He didn't. He deserved to die. Ever since you got here, you haven't said a word to me. Would you look at me? Please. It wasn't your fault. It oh. was. No. It wasn't. You're one of the good things in this world. That's what Glenn thought. And he would know that he was one of the good things, I wanted to kill that guy, too. I wanted to stream on and watch him die. But we have to win. Everybody, sorry for the extra long intro clip, but oh my God, was that scene great! um, I am Mother Ross over here in Los Angeles. You're with your one and only Tony Lamar out here in Austin, Texas. Right on. And uh, we're bringing you Bring Out the Dead, where we discuss the latest episode of the hit AMC series, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And what an episode it was. It's the prelude to things to come, people. The it's, war has begun. <laughs> this is literally the shot fired over you know Concord and Lexington, essentially. Pretty much, it is. Oh, the minute the minute Sasha walked in the door, you know, <laughs> walked in blazing. She just she blazing. just. She let's get sick. to that. That's that's a little further down the line. So let's start at first of all. What kind of mojo does Abraham he have? He's got two loyal damn women going to get revenge. For his ass ready to die for his ass. Well, well, yeah. Well, Abraham's a pretty badass dude. I mean, he was, he was pretty much you know, what you calls what you got. And they both yep. like what he had. They like what he had. Apparently, <laughs> but I think it was more not just the the um, the. You know, physical contact and all that kind of stuff, but his true character shines through both of them, you know? Yeah. And and, and just as, uh, as um, Rosita said that, you know, he was the first one that saw that she could take care of herself and kind of accepted that as opposed to, oh, it's the damsel in distress. One time she was, which that's kind of interesting in itself. But let's just start at the beginning of this thing, that little intro clip. Now, I went on Friday, this past Friday, the to the Pele Center, and they had the Walking Dead uh, panel. And all yeah. the favorites were there. Most of pride and Andrew Lincoln and everybody. The ones that were not there, uh, Nai Guerrero, Michonne didn't show up, and the one I really was hoping would be there, me and Jeffrey Dean Morgan did show up, which is alright. You know, they, they probably have things to do, but I really enjoyed this the panel. And of course, every time they do this, they want to give you a, little sneak peek. However, they also go to lengths to make sure they don't spoil anything. So, so, sneak peek, we got that little intro montage. Showing, teaching everybody how to fight. And, you know, Maggie's eating chips and dip for dinner. <laughs> like all those, you know, literally the, nothing scene they possibly could put up there. That pretty cool, though. Then let's show them a clip. but let's not show them a clip. We're going to show you right. something, but we're really not showing you anything. Well, it makes yeah. me almost wonder, like, did they film that intro just so that they could have a clip for this, you know, for the panel? There's a possibility. I can see them. We need to tell for the for the show. We'll, yeah, we'll have them show them training. And they really need to show them training. But yeah, and they did a good that. job. Yeah, showing Sasha should everyone the slice and dice. Um, I like how the Hilltops were very awkward with their knives. They, you know, they're not supposed to be skilled. They're farmers. They're not warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, I like yeah, it, it, Not everybody okay. should be a dead shot, you know? It was kind of funny the, watching that scene because they uh, we were showing them training and, and they making, they got the blacksmith making freaking Triton weapons. You know, people mm-hmm. gathering fruit. I was waiting for the bar, like the tavern of men drinking and laughing. I was waiting for that next visit. It <laughs> yeah, that... Come to the Green Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, my point right there. Go and then I love the ending The ending piece was so powerful In the in the wordless intro When um, When Daryl can't look Maggie in the eye And she touches his shoulder And man it just Even though he doesn't react You know that's the worst pain he's ever felt Like he is just in agony Yeah next to her And the thing is As a director I really like when you it, his, You can see it He's in darkness I really think the yeah. volume is important. He's he's in a dark place right now, but he's still with family and friends. But he just feels he, he did bad, and you know, he's and, isolated. He doesn't feel yeah, exactly. part of the group right now. Oh yeah, and it's, it's like man, he's gone through some shit this season. If you think about it, man. In many ways, I think he still feels he deserves to be imprisoned by the senators. Like in his heart, I think he feels like he are, he deserves that. You know. Yeah. And man, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then you got Gregory, of course, not doing anything. Although he's clearly making his way through, the Cause Oh, my God, <laughs> he's like, I can't be a good leader. I'm a drunk leader. He's a, he's a he's a mess. He's a mess. He I was hoping he'd be guy. taken out, but we still need him. We still need mm-hmm. him right now. But uh yeah. it's just frustrating, and I and the people are showing that. <laughs> Yeah, they're not having it for sure.
1: If you want to
0: yeah, yeah, take the doctor from them. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, take the doctor from you will get that town to be a little bit more pissed off. Yeah. And this is the thing: is it's not just taking the doctor. The people are starting to see, he's they're going to come and pick us one at a time until we've got nothing left. Yeah, and that's the thing that if you think carefully, everybody that Megan is just doing that. You guys are just yep. a source to keep mm-hmm. what we want cool. You know, so right. we, yeah, we got the weapons. we got the manpower. We can make these demands. If you guys are not defending yourself, you're not doing anything about it. If anybody's close, it'd be the kingdom. So they keep them at a distance for some reason. Like, again, it's so crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, But, but only this The Saints have attacked Hilltop. They dumped a water bomb on them. You know what I mean? They've, been, oh, they have, they've done quite true, a bit problem. to that. Yeah, yeah that's true. They've gone there and killed people, you know. Yeah. But um, what do you think about the revolution? The the revelation about Jesus it was an orphan. Oh, I, again, again, I I think <laughs> we're at a time where it's, it's not. I don't I don't see the need to make it such a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it, it's what? not. To me, it's not groundbreaking. Yeah, I try to say, okay, what, so he was, another thing. Say again? That he was an orphan? No, that he's gay. He's gay? I miss that entirely. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He's a gay orphan, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that he was like, nah, it's community housing. Like, you kind of, you know, you're learning a little bit about how this dude grew up. And I'll tell you one thing, that uh, growing up in community housing, I know some people that have, have been through the system like that. It teaches you how to have a thick skin and survive. And so oh, we're yeah. learning a lot. That one line was a lot of information for who Jesus is today. Yeah, and and it's, I, it's I like actually, that. He, he also comes out, okay, that that's, I you it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just, to me, it's, I, don't, I don't understand why we make it such a big deal when we hear about it. Yeah, but people always freak out about, you know. Well, it's, everybody's it's worried about who's. Everybody else wants. That's the yeah. but logo, I like but... it's just, So what? It's a big deal. Yes, he's gay. You know, it is lame, but I love Maggie advising him to try falling in love. Even after everything she's been through in such a short such a recent time. I mean, Glenn, losing Glenn is fresh and still she's giving him the hope of try it, even if it doesn't last. Just Riot. I love that. That was so awesome. That's so Maggie, you know. Well, I think she learned that because she fell in love with Glenn. I, I think that, so that, too. But but how many people would see it? How many people would have processed enough of the grief at this point to even be able to say something like that? But she's always so focused. Just I love that she's always thinking the bigger picture, and that's what Maggie's about. That's the reason everybody likes her. So much, is that she is very, a natural born leader. She's very pragmatic, and that's, a, that's an important thing to have in a world that's falling apart. Yeah. What do you think no. about should Sasha have talked to Maggie before leaving? Is as, uh, as Paul Fulvio was
1: encouraging
0: her to do? Uh, no, I think she had to do it her own way. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think pretty much figured this was her last episode. And i, I mm-hmm. might be wrong if if die all without run in the building that's all we know oh no she's she's coming back sasha deserves a proper if if they're gonna kill her off she deserves a proper death they can't they if they just have her run in and disappear flame you know yeah well you never know i don't know you never so do May maybe all they'll find when they finally do go to attack is they might find her body out in the uh, you know in the zombie field or something like who knows what they're gonna find so i totally Definitely. agree I don't know how yeah, you don't know that how she's good. coming back. I really don't believe that we've seen the last of her living or dead, but we still haven't seen the last of her son. You know, they got, got to totally wrap that up. Still got to exactly. It. But I love, in the other half of that, Enid stepping up. and She's telling her, look, I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to let Maggie in 10 minutes. You do without what you want. but I'm going to let her know because I have to do that. and that's so perfect. I like who the character Enid's starting to be, to get to be, and I hope they use her more this season, you know, or not this season, but next season. Uh, I, 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 I can ask that question if you want me to. No, I will, again, <laughs> I'm not looking for spoilers from the comic book, but I'm just telling you my opinion. I really hope they use her more, because I like the character. The actress is doing a great job, it would, and they haven't done anything with her yet. She needs to do something more substantial. And clearly, well, she has the ability to do it, you know, she is, the character's a survivor. You well, know, definitely. let's get her. It's, it's, yeah, we're, it's not done with her character. She's not giving it away. She's still around for a reason, obviously. Well, right. yeah. But then, <laughs> dude, the Savior come rushing up on that place like there was a sale at Hilltop or something. You know what I mean? And they had to get there before noon. Well, you have to do things like that to keep them on their toes. So yeah. it, it, they have that constant threat. If they just show up anytime, you never know. You, yeah, it 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 totally psychological damage to everybody. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's no, not, I, it's, not, it's, not, it's stressful when they come. It's very stressful. Especially you know? when Steve Hogg shows up. That Simon character is nuts. <laughs> It's like nothing you can say to him that's gonna come out the way you think the show. He oh, hey, oh, you he like, like Jen anymore? I don't. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> I love the guy. You know why? It's after that one game. I just, I just can't help it. I, I, want a whole, I want an origin story for him. Even if it's just yeah. for online, it's for something or more. I need more of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, oh, if they go back to doing those webisodes, they absolutely have to do a signed webisode about how where did he come from, how did he get into the Saviors, what happened, you know? That's like one off yeah. they can do, man. I mean, just have a second production. In this like and you know what you quick. do you know what you call that the web series you call it an unusual kind of creature <laughs> and I really like the Simon character I love that he took the doctor because again it's showing them you know this is the thing we don't need a second doctor we need one and you're the one so come on we're taking it. and nobody can say anything about it you know and even the finding out that his that the other doctor, who apparently is his brother, <laughs> you know, he's just learning that this guy was killed. I'm sorry, people. I'll be done. You know, guys, ain't helping not with No. You said my brother's dead? Screw you guys. you can this. Kill me and fuck everybody at this point. I mean, I'm exactly. just... I, I... Might as well just kill me here and we'll be done with the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just done. I'm not leaving this place. You're gonna have to... Yeah. No Nobody's going to have a doctor. How about that? That's what's going to happen. Yep. I hear yeah, Hilltop gets one, or nobody gets one. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you know, how bad do you me now? Yeah, kind of get into the whole Walter White thing. Without him, you don't have. Without me, you have nothing. That kind of thing. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Make yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, obviously he's important, yeah, but, maybe, but he's important. So, oh, yeah, but important I do understand that. with everything going on in the Savior's, uh, you know, sanctuary or whatever you call it. Um, you know they do need a doctor. There's no doubt they're going to need a doctor. You got to think how, ten, how Negan's hold over them is only because of the fact that they are they do have a modicum of safety. If if there was no hope as far as if you got sick you're going to die, if it was like more of the chain breaking down. He wouldn't have his title hold on those people. You know if all shit starts breaking loose, so he needs to keep them under control. He needs to keep them in a certain amount of comfort. Yeah. No. But still, yeah, it's stressful. I don't know, man. I, I would rather take my chances elsewhere and be can't Negan. Sorry. Hey, I'm with you. Now, on the path to Negan, do you think it was, I think it was fooling myself, but what do you think about them getting a the car, Sasha and Rosita? Getting in a car is just, Uh, It it needed to be done. It had to talk a little bit, get a little story out of them, a little bit more character development, but I think the car played a death. Yeah. It didn't need it. That's The thing is, they would have been a a much more deadly team on foot, because the car, there's a chance you might get spotted. You don't know where these lookouts are. You you know what I mean? There's things you don't know. There's elements that are unknown. On foot, you're going to be much harder to spot, and you can keep stopping. She's got sniper rifle. You can scan the area, go ahead, like, one click, scan the area, go ahead one click, and, and you pace yourself. And the advantage that gives you is that if you do happen to run into any of these people out and about, you take them down one at a time, and you're slow thinning that herd out, too. So mm-hmm. there's, there's so much more I think they could have done, and they kind of rushed into it. I think that that was kind of a mistake, but we'll see, you know. Well, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, <clears throat> Sasha even said it. When I go out there, if I fail or whatever, they're going to retaliate. See, that's kind of effed up. They're, they're, they already said they're not ready for this, and you're forcing their hand. You, you, you know, you don't know try exactly to. Exactly right. Yeah, completely. And that's a little selfish of her. And I think, like, well, we, we all want to take them out. It's not like we're all having picnics. We're just not mm-hmm. ready yet. And right. you and your sniper rifle, yeah, maybe you get maybe you don't, but no matter what. We still have to deal with these guys, the saviors, that we're not ready to deal with yet. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And, the, and they are forcing the hand. They're starting more. And if you care about the people who are back at home, you need to make sure they're prepared for whatever happens next. And I think Sasha and Rosita are kind of missing that. They're like, well, screw it. If we go and we die, at least we kill them. But there's more to it than that. You're absolutely right. It's insane. Well, so it's pretty cool, though. You know. And yeah. what do you well, think about uh, Sasha's necklace? Right, like, I almost thought she was gonna oh. take it off. I Almost thought she was gonna take it off for a moment. No, man. Like, ooh, I thought like, ooh, that's that's not gonna be good. That's... <laughs> no. And then Rosie, right afterwards, like, I don't want to get chummy. All right, just you want to talk about this? We can talk about the mission. Otherwise, you get the hell away from me. i am <laughs> telling you, man. It's like oh, my wound was just. I just like took out the stitches of my wound. And then you just pour, you just open up a little bit, just put some salt in there real quick. Little and lemon juice on right my face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So in your face. And, uh, look at this. And you made it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I made it. What a crazy ass thing, you know. And then and why did how did she get it from? I don't remember. Did he give it to her? So she so Rosita made it, and then he gave it to her. I don't know if she took it later or how it ended up getting in her possession. But well, heavy uh, you stuff. You know what? Just, I don't remember. But it's okay. I don't recall either. But I love okay. that these two are teaming up because you have two fighting styles. You have the the sniper who's slow, and um, and you know pointed, purposeful. And then you've got Rosita, the scrapper, man that just wants to get in close and take somebody out. The little hot Latina, and I don't care. It's that sounds a little racist, but it's the truth. <laughs> I would fear. I would fear Rosita in the state. She's in right now, and same thing with but, Sasha. Both of them are badass. I would be, I would not want to have to be mad with them in any way. Well, I can say this: I deal with a lot of Hispanic women, and I see that look a lot. So it that yeah. looks legit. That was that was, was acting. That was some experience. That, that was, that was you experience know? That But it's I'm good. a little tired of the bitchy thing, though. Oh, you want a bail, bail It's your turn. It's like, come on, you guys. I, I wish they would have made more silence between them. And then just it had the, the scenes where they were talking, you know, that scene towards them. I mean, again, we another very another very heavy exposition scene between them. I love what it taught, what it informed us about Rosita's character. About all the dyes that we are talking about? About just how, you know, she started out where she was actually helpless and she hated the way it made her feel. So she slowly picked up on the techniques of the people around her. And you got to think, the people around her might not have been that... that good of people. You know what I mean? They might have been questionable things. They, they don't really get into that. And mm-hmm. she slowly kept like she would She would bail on them and they no longer were of any use to her until she runs into Abraham. And it's like now here's somebody that not only that recognizes her skills but somebody that could literally enhance her skills to a level that she never could with anybody else. Yep. True. Sure. Sure. And then, of course, oh. and again, these are all heavy scenes. Like that little audio at the beginning, you have when Daryl was under the, you know, in the basement that got in to kill the savior. Uh, Daryl's been making some decisions for a while, so he should just really listen to Maggie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of low, man. That's a little low blow. Dude, damning, this season man. has not been good in the Daryl decision making categories, <laughs> you know. Uh, Daryl needs to start heart making decisions heart. this season. But the, they're heart to heart about. The fact that it wasn't his fault, it, he is really a good person, and you know what I mean. And she's kind of reassuring him, and at the same time, she's letting him know I, I don't have the strength to fight on my own. I need you there to help us win, you know. And as much as I fear Sasha and Rosita, Daryl and Maggie fighting for the memory of Glenn. Oh my God, is that going to be off the chain? It's going to be personal. You know? whoever they get their hands yeah. on, it's going to be personal. It absolutely will be. Negan was talking about, uh, you know, when he had the video of Rick, and he's like, "Oh, I fear that guy there." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that that Rick in that video is nothing compared to what Daryl and Maggie can do. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think we're going to see that in the next episode. That's what I'm expecting. I really do. I think we're going to see that as well. And it'll be interesting now if the two of them go into it and then. Ken happens to join up somehow. There's this is the My Walking Dead Ranger Hour, people. They're coming Seriously, together. Man. They are. They are literally... This is like... Rawr, it works. They might as well be lawnmowers just coming taking everything down. You, okay, here's the thing. They haven't announced it yet, or have they? I I bet you the last episode is going to be a 90-minute episode. It's I would hope absolutely. They have so much left to tell, you know. No, actually, now, I think. What, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I'm predicting what's gonna happen this, in the finale. You know, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get the full all-out war this season. I haven't looked online. I haven't cheated. It's just there. It would be a great opportunity to give a great cliffhanger, of a surprise attack. But that might have been thrown out the window when you know, you've got a girl running his guns are blazing. That, that's, you know, damn. That's, maybe I will start We're, the hornets now. I, it's just. Yeah, I'm, come on. This, that's just the start of the war. The idea that it would be ending in two episodes is absurd. Can't possibly do it in two episodes. So, what I think is going to happen is they, they've got the initial uh, skirmish started. That's going to be resolved next episode. Then, the, the preparation for what comes next is going to be that finale. You know, this is where we are now. This is everybody's got their sides picked up. You know, Eugene's gonna be in some situation in in there where he's gonna have to make his decisions. So you're know, gonna have the, uh, you know, the saviors mm-hmm. lining up with with the with our people on the other side. And again, we still have to bring all these armies together. We need to get more guns. You know, we haven't been back to Oceanside. There's so much story to tell. that, yeah, the the war is just barely getting started right now can I make a prediction, or do it next week's episode. I should wait for next week's episode. Yeah, we can wait until next week. So that's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. So, now yeah. Eugene's, Eugene's rig, the the little zombie rig, that is some torture ass setup <laughs> for these zombies, man. Their arms can move and shit, but their heads don't even. They can you know, that's put their nuts. face to their food, you know. It's like, oh, dude. This is a crazy setup, man. This is a nightmare in itself. Absolutely, <laughs> and I love the fact that that you know, he's out there getting everything ready, and here's our two snipers that are in there, and you, uh, basically, when when it got to the point where it was Eugene, just on the other side of Eugene's head was Negan. All I'm thinking is those bullets will go to Ted's. That's <laughs> you know, it'll go in what. Out the other year, And the next year, You know It's Sorry Sorry hey, hey, Eugene here, Here's my issue <laughs> With that scene Here's my issue With that scene Is this One That these two girls Keep sticking their head Out of that window Like it was no big deal Which to me was, To me is stupid So they The biggest so people to be watching All out all, They should be looking out Because they should Have people in towers Looking around so Absolutely dramatic. And if you're far, If you're close enough To where you can see Through that scope You're also close Enough that it'll look out somewhere because head keep popping up and out down from that. Window. It'd be cool to have some little setup, really small, like just a sliver and you can't even see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'd be more impressed than rolling down and getting to that level. And I mean, they could have done the same thing, but a little more sniperish style. I mean, that right. to me would have been badass. Right, like, they're, they're, camped, they're the way, camped out. What they should have had is there should have been like a, a slot somewhere in the wall or something where they put the rifle through, and you do like a sniper would do. Sasha's just lying down with her eye in that hole, and she's. But then it makes film a little heart to heart talk and all that, you know, because she's not. She's not. She's focused on her targets. But that's what they really needed to do. That would be the proper way to do that, you know? Yeah. And, so and then in the cut. Co- you already knew he wasn't going to die. There's no way. Oh, yeah. You he knew like, he, he couldn't die that quickly. But that's all I kept thinking is, man, has bullets well to go through two heads. It's not to go through. Two sets of ears, any problem at all, man, I'm telling you. And, uh, it really it was, had a shot. and Rosita immediately kind of thinks that uh, that Eugene's playing a role, but, man, when he says that he's being put, they all of a sudden don't trust him, think that he's fucking up. I don't know, man. I think Eugene may have more of a plan than we realize. He still has the po- po- poison pills. He did not notify the saviors that there was intrusion. You know what I mean? So I think he's still on our side, you know. Well, he said no one told you to save me. He said that.
1: Right. So yeah.
0: That means maybe he's maybe breaking it. I don't know. But they have time to plan anything, so maybe he's waiting for no, his No, I don't think stuff. that he had. He didn't plan it with anybody else. I think he's got his own plan. Like he's gonna, he's gonna destabilize things from the inside, and I think we'll see the beginning of that in the next episode. Yeah, possibly. I mean, that'd a good that would be. Going to start pulling the threads. You know. Yeah. It's gonna roll over to to season eight. We're gonna get a great cliffhanger and season eight is gonna be all out war the entire season. It's just gonna be insane. And I think they did a great job. Up. I thought season seven was great. I, I still think it's one of my favorites so far, even other than my little issue, but I'm just impressed. They did a great job with the with the material for this storyline with Negan. You know, I think it was in just enough. Just enough. And we uh, still haven't oh, any- even us, the elephant in the room, so to speak. Gregory at the end is clearly turning into a savior. He's oh, he's starting yeah. to like that. He's starting to like that he does have a little power for those people, and maybe it's because he's drunk all the time. He's a drunk pussy in the in that town, but he's starting to fit the mold. Yeah. King you know. brings this thing that they don't already have. It just doesn't bring anything. I mean, they're already yeah. taking everything where that So,
1: I But I think, can... I,
0: you know, it's not, like, it's not like he's out of, you know, he he still has that hilltop. But I think that if he was able to negotiate his way into the sanctuary, I think he would do that. I think hmm. he would sell out everybody in the hilltop in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. Because he tried yeah, to save that one that goes in the closet, remember? So, yeah, you yeah. already know he'll do it in a heartbeat. There's no doubt yeah, in my he is, mind. He is not a good man. He's not one of the good things in this world, as Maggie would say. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we're interested in seeing this. I want to see what happens with Gregory. I don't think he's going to survive the season. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> cool. So, all right. So, anyway, uh, I wanted to – can we switch gears real quick? for it. It's something about what what's going to happen after The Walking Dead. What are we going to do until October? Well, we've got A Better Call Saul starts up on, on April 10th. That's and so what we will I'm be kidding. doing the We will be doing the Calling Saul podcast, I believe. Are we? Are Well, I, I don't know. Are you up to date with the latest episode? Can you talk about the cliffhanger of season two well, right now? That's the thing is I actually do need to get up with season two. I know I've been slow on it's been a crazy year And I will abs- Absolutely have 100% Season 2 Watched by the time Season 3 starts And we can just jump Live into it And this will go from The brother of the Dead podcast To Collings call Coming back We can't wait for yet Yes Awesome Well Alright man Anything else you want to recap On this episode I, I think we covered everything I don't think we, missed it. Yeah, we really did. We covered everything. I certainly had a lot of notes. There was a lot of meat in this episode. I love that they're doing story-centric episodes rather than action-centric episodes. It's it's really where this show shines. The writing is so incredible that I just want to, I want to learn more and more and more about our characters, and that's what they're giving us this season, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, don't very- be so excited. <laughs> I am excited, man. I'm like you got to understand. Here's the thing. I've been, I've been all through season six. Have I not been saying season seven is gonna be the one? Season seven is gonna be the one. I kept yeah, saying absolutely. it, and I, and, I, and I mean that. I'm excited about it. I'm not, except for one thing. At this point, with the whole uh, how they did this storyline, I mean, I mean, as a one who read the comic book, I am watching it every week, and I know what the how it's gonna retail in the comic book. The facts mm-hmm. are changing. Enough to keep me interested because I'm like, dude, what that didn't even happen in the comic? What the heck's going on here? You know, there's some yeah. of this episode that's already like, hey, that didn't happen in the comic book, but I like saying that because now yeah, I don't know And what that's what makes do. this show so great. You know? And, and one, thing that, one thing that was said at the, at the Walking Dead panel that I thought was interesting, they were talking about, you know, what's Happening in the next three episodes at the time I saw it on Friday. So this episode on Sunday hadn't aired yet. And saying that the three episodes were leading up to set everything that's going to happen in season eight and beyond. So that was, uh, Scott Gimple said that. They're one of their major producers and writers, directors. Um, I think he was a showrunner at one point. I mean, this guy knows his business, so if he's saying beyond season eight, I'm thrilled. I'm looking forward. They, they cannot give me enough seasons of this series. Well, I mean, I'm can you tell us a little more about the panel that you went to? Can you tell us about it? I mean, how often does it happen? Yeah. I mean. Um, well, they the Payway Fest is an uh, organization that constantly is doing things throughout the year. Even when they're not doing television show panels, you, they've got uh, historical television events, just different things that they offer. It's a really interesting group. And you can, you can be a member of them, and you'll get all their updates, and you'll find out about all their events and everything, and you'll get, like, special uh, access and cheaper tickets and all that stuff. But as far as what the panel is, it's basically just like Comic-Con. You know, they set up a bunch of chairs on the stage. They bring everybody out. And they had a, a moderator. I Sorry, I cannot remember the guy's name. He was actually really funny. I don't know where he's from. I haven't seen him on anything before, but I imagine – Usually these guys are, like, from another TV series or some other type of entertainment venue. And he was a great moderator. He really kept everything rolling. He asked interesting questions. Whoever wrote the questions was really smart. And he was basically breaking it down. He starts off, uh, they have uh, Dwight. Whoa, and that's something we didn't talk about at all. The shadow that that, uh, Rosita sees. Come on, Dwight? Is that Dwight? I think that's Dwight. It's oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. For the yeah. first time in a long time, I was, oh, come on. I got actually got caught up in it. And when it, when it was the end, I was like, dude, that's nuts. They did yep. they haven't done this in a long time, it hasn't happened in a while. And again, of course, it it's happened, but I, but my prediction is that it's Dwight that she is seeing there. Oh, so the first day. The first guy that they brought in, they had Dwight out there, and they were talking to him a little bit about his character. And it was really funny. At one point, he said that uh, he hopes for a uh, redemption in his character, and uh, Robert Kirkman kind of yells out, Read the comic. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know where it goes. I haven't read that part of the comic, but I don't know. It doesn't, I know, I know, doesn't I know sound exactly like he's about. getting the redemption that he wanted. Uh, but they're going down... Going down the chain, they had, uh, uh, of course, uh, Eugene was there. The actor that plays Eugene, and Josh, um, can't think of his last name, and uh, and and seated right next to Eugene is uh, is Cohen Cohen, the one that plays Maggie. Right? Yeah. Oh, and they put him right next to each other. So when they get to him, and the the uh, host says, "You know, Doctor Eugene Porter," and he gives like this little breakdown. And when he stops speaking, Eugene says. I need to tell you that I am Negan fully completely and unadulterated Negan. <laughs> he just goes right into it. As he said that Maggie flashes a look at him and he just looks right. He, he stares down. He can't look her in the eye the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys were so great. They're right in character and everything. And, awesome. and, uh, you know, and they were just talking about like w- what impact that everything that happened at the beginning of the season, you know, how does it inform where we're at now? And they were, they were giving interesting answers. In fact, I highly recommend for everybody to check. Uh, it'll probably be sometime this week, maybe next week. The Paley Fest always posts videos of these panels, and you will be able to find it either on YouTube or on the Paley Fest website. Do check it out. It was a very interesting uh, uh, discussion. They had some great questions from the audience talking about As a matter of fact, one person said they brought up the fan theory that Rick's still actually in the hospital and it's all happening in his head. Kirkman yell out, nope. <laughs> he, did, he didn't want anyone thinking that was going to be where it's going. It is not something in there. This is real world, and he confirmed that 100%. And they're not going to end up in a church in the last episode in the next life. you know. And so he um, had said, what's the perfect ending? Like, what is the perfect ending? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to see? So I asked Andrew Lincoln this. And Andrew Lincoln said, and I thought this was really interesting, he said that he would hope that, you know, Rick is going through everything Rick's going through, you know, and he's trying to save everybody. He's trying to do all the things, you know, and he gets bit, right? This is the last episode. He gets bit, and he's like, oh, and he's still going. He's still fighting him, killing all the zombies. He passes out, and the next morning he wakes up, and he's still alive. He's not a zombie, and we find out. Rick's blood is the antidote. End credit. and <laughs> credit. Yeah, that's like the end of the thing, and that would be. I was like, oh, it kind of brings it full skull I guess. I don't. <laughs> I really hope they don't end it up. It's like here. a lost ending of me. <laughs> yeah, it does sound. like this wasn't can. This wasn't canon. This was just Andrew Lincoln talking shit. What well, would you? That's an interesting question. How do you end the Walking Dead story? So to me that's the that is the biggest question because every zombie thing I've ever seen ends with the zombie thing continuing. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Return of the Living Dead when they nuked everything and then they showed the rain falling in another town. There is no outcome where there's not just more and more zombies. So it would wouldn't what I think it should be is that again they find a place and they try to set up shop and it's they just yeah, hope this could be the next place, and that's how, how I would end it. It was, it was you don't know, need closure. You know, they're constantly going to be dealing with it for the rest of the lock. I hear you. Know, that. If, they're going to go, if they're going to go that route, then what they should do is they should make Carl, like, they should put it, set it up where Rick is actually dying at the end of it, and he's passing the mantle of leadership to Carl. Maybe that's the end of it, is Carl coming out with people behind him, you know, ready to fight the, the next piece a battle, and they yeah. end it with that. Like you know, Herod. It's still going on, but now it's the next generation. Yeah, that would work too. That would work. That would work yeah. as well. That's a, yeah. Either way, it, it should continue. But I think there's no like military showing up. No, not for a minute. It's just no. Well, first of all, the eventually. military is yeah. The military's gone. The military's gone. Yeah. gone. So it's going to be a rebuilding so, yeah. and eventually. All the zombies will be done, and we just got to kill people this certain way. And so that new um, mutates. right? There's, there's only there's only eight billion people on the planet. Sooner or later, the zombies are going to run out. I, I'm with you. That's going to take a minute. Yeah. It's take a while. <laughs> They'll run out. Yeah. It was somebody else this mentioned. Years. <laughs> somebody, somebody else mentioned. Again. What if they? What if they finally made it to the coast, and they saw a block of battleships? They found out that America, like the you know the American. The continent oh, was the only place affected. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, you know, there's there's places they can get with it. Could you imagine? You know? They actually they put a wall around us. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you get close to the border, it's just stay away from California, stay away from the border. Anywhere close, like 20 miles close to the border, don't go to the nuclear, they vomit constantly. <laughs> yeah, like, they keep us in the center. That would be freaking wicked. The only thing, though, is that if you recall back to the end of season one, when they were at the CDC, Jenner happens to mention that France fell at a certain point and No, that's fake news. That's alternate facts. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Again, you don't know because we don't know how much of Jenner – because he didn't know. All he knows is that they went silent. He doesn't know that anything actually happened. Maybe they just lost communication. Maybe it was something else happened, you know. I can't I – just imagine just seeing foul ships out in the distance, like, holy, that's crazy. It, actually, speaking about losing communications, that's not really beyond the path because if America fell, we've got – I can't tell you how many satellites. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of satellites that we have circling the planet. And, and if we stop – yeah, exactly. If we stopped controlling ours – they would crash into other ones, which would in turn wipe out pretty much every satellite around. It would it would do kind of what happened in Gravity, you know, where it just kept the debris kept expanding and expanding and expanding until there was nothing left. So maybe something like that could happen, but it would seem weird that it would happen so quickly right after everything started. You know? Yeah, I, I just, maybe eventually it will yep. end. It will. It would end eventually. It, it better end. It needs to end. And speaking of needing to end, this podcast has been going on for a minute. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. My name, of course, is Mother Ross out here in Los Angeles, California. You can find me on Motherfucker or at Motherfucker on Twitter. You can find me online playing with my zombie collection at Tony underscore Lamar. Or you can find me on YouTube just look at Tony Lamar because I'm out there, people. Yes, he is. We really appreciate you tuning in every week. Again, if there's anything you want to see us cover, any discussions you want us to have, leave you know comments below. Send us an email. You can send me an email at RossAdamMiller at, uh, at gmail dot com. I will absolutely address it here on the show. So let's hear from you. I'm ready. We'll be back now. <laughs>